0: Hello and welcome to bereaved motherhood and all entails. I'm your host Mackenzie and on today's episode We're going to be talking about silver linings How they can be harmful and how they can be beneficial in our grief journey So the concept of a silver lining in and of itself can be very off-putting to people who are grieving. And so my disclaimer is I am not in this episode going to be saying that there is anything good or positive about the passing of your child. I myself will never be one to be thankful for my child's death. And I'm never one that's going to be say that there was so much good that came from it that it makes it all worth it um, or that it's some type of equilibrium type process. So that's my disclaimer before we continue on in today's episode. I know when I first had the concept of silver linings brought up in an interview, I actually saw where it was interviewing someone who had lost their child. The concept of and of itself just made my skin want to crawl. It upset me and it just made me feel really uncomfortable. But as I began to listen to this woman speak, it really started to kind of connect in my mind in a new way. And because of that, I want to share some of these thoughts with you and some thoughts that this um, interview I heard kind of spurred in my own brain as I've been thinking about it for a number of months now. So I think that as here we are, you know, it's January, it's all about new beginnings. Um, That's what we see advertised to us. That's what we see the world talking about. Um, And so I think it's a good time to kind of reflect on where we've been, where are we going? And that's what brings up this idea of our child's passing, our child's life and death. What does it mean? You know, what's it about? What type of legacy does our child what type of legacy are they leaving? Because I definitely think when a child passes away, the parents have a great responsibility to keep their memory alive, to continue to honor them, but we can further their legacy. You know, it does, our children, even though they passed young, they can totally have a legacy. They can have an impact on this world and on other people. And again, I'm not saying that that makes it okay or justifies their death. Absolutely not. But I do think sometimes it can be important and even healthy to look and say, all right, although this is a tragic, tragic circumstance, this is horrible, this is devastating, this has been life-altering, it's unimaginable pain and loss and hurt, has there been any good that has flown from it? Has there been anything in this process that has been beneficial to me or to others? And I think if we look hard enough, if we look long long enough, we're going to see that yes, indeed, there is something good that has come from this. Whether that is, man, I am a much better mom to my living children that left behind. Or man, I'm a much better spouse to my partner. Or it being like, man, I have a new profound empathy for others who are suffering and I am able to see them and to feel their needs, to connect with them and to be there for them in a way I never was before and honestly maybe in a way that you never could have been before. So I definitely think that there are positives in the way that we're changed from tragedy. I think tragedy truly is you know, in our circumstances, at least, it's like going through the fire. And we know that fire refines us, right? It makes us stronger. Um, And there's kind of this sharpening. And obviously, it's a horrible experience. Nobody wants to jump into fire. Um, It leaves scars. It's hurtful. There's, you know, loss, of course, all of that is there. But when we do come out on the other side, we are stronger because of it. And I do think that we can see, okay, how has that fire refined us? How has it sharpened us? Um, And to kind of focus on those things and be like, okay, now with these new capabilities I have, how can I use this to bring honor to my baby and to continue even their legacy and, you know, make their life have greater impact than it already has? And again, I'm not saying that you have to do anything amazing or dramatic But I do think if we can self-reflect and really look at ourselves, that we can continue to grow from this experience in a positive way and say like, all right, this is a horrible situation. It's tragic. It's awful. I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy, but I'm here and there's nothing I can do to change that. So what good can I do from this loss how can i serve others how can i help others how can i make my child's name have greater impact and greater meaning and so for me personally i know that i am so much more aware of hurt and pain and suffering in this world and when i hear about it i can't just forget about it um you know i forget the exact number of days i'm thinking it's 3 but i could be wrong but um when society hears about like a mass shooting I believe it's like three days that it's typically on people's mind and then after that people tend to forget about it. They move on because most people aren't personally affected. You know, they see the they see it on the news, they see the screenshots, they hear the grieving parents, there's all this, you know, action and excitement, and then it just dissipates and then everybody forgets about it. Um, you know, the same thing happens with high profile Crime cases, it gets a ton of attention. Everybody's invested. Everybody wants to know who did it. Um, I think public interest in crime cases lasts longer because there's a sense of mystery involved. Um, I think we made me feel a little bit more susceptible, especially if they don't have a suspect, if no one's been arrested. It's like, ooh, who is this person? Am I safe? And there's just this mystery intrigue um, that kind of draws people to it. But you know, eventually, especially if there's not new leads, if there's not a a lot of excitement that continues in the investigation slowly you know the news forgets about it and we as listeners forget about it and we move on and it might be like oh yeah I don't know if they ever ever found that person or oh, I'm not sure what happened at that case okay well and you just move upon your life and I know for me myself when I see hurt, whether it be on a large scale where the media, um, whether it be national or local is covering the story, or whether it just be people in my life or friends of friends or something I see on Facebook or some other type of social media, i notice it and i want to hear these people's stories and i remember it and i stop and i pray for these people and these people are on my hearts and my minds you know sometimes it interferes with my sleep because my heart just goes out for these people and there's such an empathy i have for them and for their struggles and you know i just wish i could hug these people and you know sometimes talk to them um but i just want to do something to be helpful and it really weighs on me in a way it never did before and i think it's because when you've never gone through tragedy when you've never experienced a true heartbreak um you you can't really fathom it you know it doesn't affect you the same way but when you see that pain that you recognize in somebody else's face when you maybe don't know that type of tragedy or that type of loss, but you know tragedy, you know loss. You just are so much more empathetic and sympathetic and you just, your heart reaches out to these people or to these situations. And I just know that I am so much more aware. Like now I remember things and I see things and I hear about them and it's not like, oh, okay, this is kind of sad. I'm going to click away and quit reading it. Like, oh, that's hard. And then you kind of go about your day. It's like, man, it just keeps coming back. It kind of just almost like haunts you that you just keep thinking about it, and it just weighs on you. Um, And I think it's because you know people that have experienced empathy recognize hurt and pain in other people. And again, it just goes to that saying that it's like if somebody comes to you and is being very empathetic and understanding and kind, you know, and the person responds, you know, what type of tragedy have you lost? Where you can be this empathetic and this understanding, you know, it's so true. And I know that, yes, I wish that my life was different, but it's not. And so I'm going to take that and I'm going to use it for good. You know, I really want to be the hands and feet of Christ. I really want to see those in need and to help those and to be loving and caring um, when I see people in need and when I see people hurting. And so for me, that is a silver lining in my son's death. Again, I'm not saying it's worth it that that I'm okay with it, But it is something that has changed me as a person. And I always say, you know, our children change us, whether they're living or not. They change us. And I have three kids. And the child that has changed me the most is hands down, no comparison, my firstborn, Maverick, who is also the child that lives in heaven. Like he has so utterly changed me as a person. He has made me such a better wife. He has made me such a better mom. And he's made me such a better person just in general, because I see hurt and I see pain. And I want to help those that are suffering tragedy, that are going through great difficult difficulties, especially challenges and difficulties that so much of the world doesn't get or doesn't understand. And there's maybe not the same care or compassion for them as there is for you know, other types of people because the situation is just uncomfortable to the world and so because it's uncomfortable you know the world kind of shuts it they try to remove themselves from them distance themselves from it and they don't really want to you know be invested or be involved and so now instead of you know running away i definitely run towards it and it's not like before i ran away i just wasn't nearly as aware and it just didn't stick with me as it does now now i'm just so much more aware so i feel like our world is so much more full of hurt and pain and death than I ever realized. And I'm like, yeah, it's not that anything's changed. It's just I'm aware of it now and it sticks with me and I remember it. And I'm like, oh my goodness, these poor people, these poor instances. And my heart just breaks again and again because it just shows how fallen this world is and just the tragedy that is involved in life and that people have to endure. And so I definitely see that as a positive, um, and that I'm a better, you know, civilian and citizen and neighbor because of that. And that's something that, you know, I thank my son for teaching me. Again, I don't think his death, I'm, I'm not thankful for his death, but I think him maverick for it. I'm like, man, you've made your mom such a better person and it's all because of you, you know? he's made me a better mom to my living kids. I am so much more patient and understanding than I would have been. And if I start to, you know, feel myself kind of lose my temper or become frustrated, I just take a breath and I say, you know what? No, this situation right here, this is a gift because I only have this situation if my child's alive. If my child's not alive, I don't get this situation. And I would, you know, Literally cut off limbs to have the situation with Maverick because if I did, that means I have him, I have his life. And so I just view it totally different and just as this huge, huge blessing. So now I really am the mom that doesn't yell, I don't scream, I honestly rarely, rarely lose my temper. And I don't say this as a way to like pat myself on the back or be like, Oh, you're such a great mom, but I just see it as like, Wow, like I have such patience that I wouldn't have without this. And I just have such a different perspective. And that's what it comes down to. It's the perspective. It's the way I view it. It's so radically different than the person who's never experienced the loss of their child. Because these things they complain about that they don't like, that's a nuisance. They don't see the gift of it. Because, you know, if we have living children, you get the good, the bad, the ugly, you get it all. So you can't just hang on to the good and want to throw out the ugly, right? Like it's all part of life. And so when you can see it that way and be the whole thing as a blessing, and I literally, if I ever feel like I'm losing it or becoming frustrated, I just say a prayer of thanksgiving to God, thanking him for this opportunity, for this situation, and for this living child that is causing whatever it is to happen to happen. And again, just such a different perspective than if I hadn't experienced the loss of a child and so it's these little things that i just sit back and i look at my life and i'm like man wow that is that's a difference that's a difference um you know my own faith journey has been so radicalized by this and that's an episode in and of itself for another time but i can just look through every aspect of my life whether it be my relationship with my husband you know we are much more um solid and in a way that we couldn't be without this. I really feel like we've walked through the fire together and I really have this confidence that nothing can rip us apart. No matter how horrible or tragic life gets, we're always going to be there. We're a team. We will get through it together. I also know my husband so much better because of this. I understand the way he grieves and suffers great loss. I know what you know. he needs and what he doesn't need. And vice versa, he knows the same about me. And because of that, even in things that are completely unrelated to our son's passing or his life or death, I just can read him and know him in a way I wouldn't without that experience. And it's just it's incredible. Um and you know I feel like through that too our marriage has just grown so strong and it took time it didn't happen overnight. It was definitely a process of going through this mourning and grieving together and you know there were times we were really close and there were times that it really pushed us away but we always came back to each other. We found a way to do that. And so now at this point in the journey, I just feel like we are so connected. We're so together, on, you know, what's important in life, what isn't important in life, how we handle situations, what's worth a fight, what isn't worth a fight, whether it be with you know, not necessarily our relationship, but with just things in life in general, like us as a team together, um, and kind of what our boundaries are going to be. You know, we've really been able to be firm as as a family. These are our boundaries. This is what people have to respect and be okay with if they want to be part of our lives. Um, and we ve- are very united and in agreement on it. You know, it's not one trying to pull the other. And I just think all these things are just such, such a blessing because we truly have a rock solid marriage. And again, talking about going through that fire and it refining you and it sharpening you. And you know, it's not pleasant. It can be hard. It can feel like you're being destroyed while you're in it. But kind of when you come out on the other side and like, yes, we still grieve. Absolutely. But for the sake of the analogy, you know, we are just so much sharper, stronger, better couple than we could be without going through that fire and without going through that loss. And, you know, our conversations, the depth of them, the importance of them, the meaning behind them, you know, they're just so much deeper because we can really talk on matters of life and death. And we talk about really heavy, deep stuff, not a necessary, like a sad or um, barbaric or, you know, kind of dark way, but in like a good, deep conversation way where we're just connecting on such a deep emotional level um, and just having really good conversations and things that we never would talk about if it wouldn't be for the death of our son. And so I thank Maverick all the time for making me the mom I am, the wife I am, and the, the friend, just the citizen, the earthly person that I am, because every aspect of my life has been so changed. And I think, In this new year when people are talking about their blessings, talking about, you know, what they want to accomplish and everything is so optimistic and happy, it can be good to kind of reflect and be like, okay, you know, maybe last year was your year from hell and it was just really horrible and really hard. But to kind of be like in the midst of the fire, what has come forth? What good has been born from this? Again, it in no way equalizes the death of your child. It in no way makes it worth it or okay or like, oh, well, it it's really for good. Like, no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that like, what good has come out of this horrible, dark, tragic, awful, traumatic situation? And I think when we can recognize that, um, it can be very helpful and very healing in our grief journey. And it can give us kind of a gratitude and a thanksgiving heart to our child. Like, hey, thank you for teaching me X, Y, and Z. And um, for myself, you know, I just thank Mav for teaching me these lessons and I now have the opportunity to, you know, share with others when they're like, wow, wow, you know, how did you see that? How did you notice that? I can't believe you thought of that. I can't believe you did that or this and that, I can explain my how, and it gives me an excuse to talk about my son Maverick and how his life and death has so impacted me that it's impacted every aspect of my life and how, you know, he's made me a better person. And it can be like that proud mom moment where you brag about your kid and how they've changed you and impacted you. And so I view it as just an awesome opportunity to also share about my son and to continue on his memory, um, his legacy, you know, and honor him. And so as parents, we know that we always want to, you know, talk about our kids and give credit where credit's due to them. And when you lose your child, it can be so hard because it can feel, you know, taboo. Like we're not allowed to talk about them. Other people don't want to hear it. They get uncomfortable. So this could just be a natural way to talk about our kids and to bring them up and, you know a not scary, crazy way in a way where a lot of people are like, oh, wow, yeah, I never thought about it that way. Huh. And I think they leave, you know, thinking a little. Again, it's it's probably not going to change them. It probably won't stick with them long term. Maybe some people will. Who knows? It's It's going to depend on the person and their situations and, you know, a whole lot of a whole lot of things but it can just be a great opportunity to share about our child, um, and to continue their memory and their honor and their legacy. And so I just thought it was really important to talk about silver linings and to kind of sometimes, you know, on those really hard days where everything just seems horrible and sad, you know, I can bring out some of the good and thank, you know, my son for that. And it can, you know, brighten me up a little bit. It doesn't, you know, fix the sadness, doesn't make it okay. Um, sometimes I'm like I don't really care I wish I didn't do that and had my son and obviously I I always wish that but it can sometimes just help change the perspective change the focus um, even within the grief even on the hard days or on the good days and just um, I think can be really healing and beneficial in this grief journey that is so complicated and so hard but I just implore you to think about, you know, your time with your child and the impact it's had on you, you know, their life and their death. And there's obviously bad, but there's also like the good and to focus on the good of it. um, Because I just view it as part of his legacy and his memory. And I want to give credit where credit's due. And who doesn't love talking about their kid, especially when you don't always have a lot of opportunities to do so, especially in like that positive learning way. And so this can be a great way to do that. And just a great outlet to have to think about your child in a way that you know you can smile and you can say hey thanks for that lesson and wow you've really made me a better parent and where you can really have those like proud mom moments um and I know that that those can be hard to come by in our situation but um when you have them it can just be so meaningful and can just bring such joy and happiness and so I just encourage you to think about that to process that um as you feel able um and again, we just thank you for being here. We know that this is time you're taking out of your day to listen to us. And we hope that we can be a blessing to you. Know that you're on my heart in my prayers. If you would like to reach us to suggest topics for the podcast, if you want to share your story, um, if you just want to connect, we love hearing from you. Please email us at MaverickJohn at gmail.com. The email will be in the episode description as well. And again, thank you for your time. Thank you for being here. We drop new episodes every Friday at 3 a.m. Eastern time and 12 a.m. Pacific time. Um, If you haven't already, go ahead and rate us, give us a review. It just helps the show. And again, remember, you are the most amazing moms in the whole wide world. You have the hardest job, the hardest calling, and you're doing a great job in that role, in that place that is so difficult, that is so challenging. And just know that we're all here. We love you. We support you. And you're on our hearts, in our minds, and in our prayers. And we, again, just thank you for being part of this community. And we pray that you have... Uh, great weekend and be gentle on yourself. Give yourself grace and all that you do and know that we're here for you. So thanks for being here.